When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Whoopi Goldberg, and as The View celebrates its 25th season, we're continuing our special podcast series. Today, I talk to my friend and co-host, Joy Behar. For 23 seasons, Joy has been making us laugh since The View premiered in 1997. Uh, the male uh, rhino uh, has 30 days of foreplay. Yes. yes. So that's, that's my kind of animal. She's the longest-running host in view history and brings a mix of her comedy and strong political opinions to the table every day. It took the Republicans, you know, five minutes to get rid of Nixon. This has taken the Republican Party four years and a violent outbreak to come to their senses. I, of course, joined the show in 2007 as moderator and have been at the helm of the table ever since. Welcome to the view. Welcome to the view. Welcome to the view. Yeah, that was me. So Joy and I talk about why we each join the show, why we will never regret walking off the set during a Bill O'Reilly interview, and, you know, just, never mind, you'll figure it out. Take a listen. Here's our conversation. So Joy, Joy, before we talk about your time at The View, why are you sucking on a fudgicle right now? I don't know, I found these yogurt pops and I have right. the urge for them. I want them. And I, <laughs> Are you pregnant? <laughs> you never know, you know. Well, listen, when Barbara Walters invited you to become part of the show, if you can, what was your thought process? No, I shouldn't do this because I should be out on the road, or this is crazy, or this could be interesting. What, what did you think when she invited you? I, you know, I was sort of on the brink of getting a sitcom at the time. I mean, it was not settled, but it was in the air. I was in one of those parts of my career. And then this came in, and I, and I took this job instead, because even though it doesn't pay anywhere near what a sitcom would have paid me. No, you know? no. Still. But I took it. And I took it because of two reasons. It was Barbara... And I figured it would not be mm-hmm. stupid, you know. I didn't want to be on a dumb talk show, and and it was a, it was in New York. Those were my two reasons. Yeah. I, I really didn't want to work in Los right. Angeles in a sitcom in anything. No. really. I would go there, and you know, I did, was in a sitcom there. I was in something called Baby right. Room, and I woke up crying every morning. I just would cry. I'd wake up and start crying. Why am right. I here? <laughs> <laughs> And so that's why. Uh, How about you? Well, you know, uh, Barbara asked me if I would be interested. She, I forget where she saw me, but she saw me. Oh, maybe she came to do my radio show. And she was like, you know, we have to, we, we are thinking maybe of adding another person. That's how mm-hmm. she put it. Uh, would you ever be interested in that? And I said, you know, uh, I've been blackballed everywhere. <laughs> and... I, <laughs> I don't know if you want to, you know, if you really want to do that because I, I would not want to bring trouble down on you. And she said, no, no, come to the house for dinner. Do you remember yep. the dinner? 
and we went. I went to dinner at at uh, Barbara's house, <laughs> and Joy leaned over, and Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, who else was there? Um, oh my God! Um, oh. There was one other person. It'll come back to me. But uh, she said, "You know, we're we're going to make our decision." And I said, "Okay." And then she called and said, "You know, we we, we chose Rosie." And it was like, "Okay, cool." Oh, you oh, know. that. <laughs> yeah, that. That's dinner. before you. Uh, that was a year before you came on, right? Yeah, that's real. Well, oh, yeah. That she she had us both at the she dinner. She already decided. And I thought she decided on Rosie already at that point. No, no. But you said to me, "I wish it to be you." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I wish it to be me too." And then, and you know, she she went with Rosie. And then uh, a year later, she called and said, "You know, we're we're making a change." Are you still interested? And I said, yeah. Again, I'm still on people's poop list. Do you, you, she said it, not going to yeah. be a problem. Good morning. I'm Whoopi Goldberg. Good morning. And welcome to The View. Yes, 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 yes. it's so exciting. Our new shower, yes. new set. Yeah, look at this. You just look like edible right now oh, against baby. this. <laughs> so, I'm telling you. that was I what remember. happened. I remember. It, I really did want you on the show. Yeah. I remember pushing if I could. You know, I don't have 100% influence on this show, as you might have noticed. No. But I do have <laughs> some influence, which I hope uh, right. going forward. Uh, in the next incarnation that we both have influence on as to who will come on the show to replace uh, Megan McCain. Well, people should know that this show really is an ensemble. You have to, you know, the people, regardless of what their politics are, as people, you have to be able to connect. You have to be able to know that there's nothing personal here. No one insults anyone personally. Nobody goes uh, and says, you know, I'm going to do this. Or, or, you know, you, you have to be respectful. We're respectful right. of each other. And, and that, in part, is how uh, I was taught to be on right. The View. So you don't have to agree with someone, but you may not be disrespectful. Well, you know, when you're with and when you're with any of your girlfriends, or if you're at a dinner party or something, you can have a conversation without being you know, nasty and disrespectful. That's the yeah. basis of yeah. it's sort of a um, you know a camaraderie. I think is the word that I like yeah. to use. That you yeah. have a certain camaraderie with each other. You know, we don't have to love each other. Many times we do. Right. You and I love each other. I love you. You yes. love me. I yes. love the rest of the girls. But Forever, you know, yeah. I mean, I've loved some of them more than others, let's put it that way. <laughs> right. But that's, that's life. And that's the great thing about the show is that, you know, people do have different opinions. People do say and feel how they are. And for the most part, everyone is listening, yeah. you know. We don't have to agree, and it's not part of our job to agree. Our job is to make sure that people understand that these kinds of conversations can be yeah. had without without it turning right. bad. And we've had a lot of different people on the show, oh my God, you so know, many. and and you know a, a whole yeah. bunch, you know, and there are a lot of people that you know, like I love Nicole Wallace. I just, I just, she's great to talk to. 
politically, you know, we were not in the same place. But in terms of just being great and fun human beings, hands yeah. down, you know, she was great. Who, um... Oh, I felt that way about Meredith Vieira, too. You know? Yeah. I want to yeah. talk to you. I, I want to ask you about the, the host you first worked with. Well, I worked with. with Star Jones, Meredith Vieira, and Debbie Metnopolis, and Barbara Walters. But, um, and I, I also, I was pretty friendly with Barbara, even though, you know, she was mm-hmm. Barbara. Um, but I was at her house for dinner many times. She invited me in the Hamptons. It was like, you know, we had a, we had a friendship of, of, uh, yeah. of some sort, you know? And, um, but Meredith and I actually clicked. We actually had, you know, mm-hmm. fun together. And so you do that once in a while, you know, it, it's like right. anything else, you know, but I was going to say about the hot topics, um, which we, I don't know, you sort of alluded to it about what we talk about and how I always mm-hmm. think that the hot topics should be either debatable or relatable. Those are my, that's my rule all the time. And I, I, I don't know yeah. that we accomplish it every single time, but we try that. That seems to be what we're, we're aspiring to. And, and to talk in a, in a, as you say, in a respectful manner, but be debated, yeah. to, to debate each other. Right. What does it have to do to people? What does it have to spring in the co-house? What does it have to well, move? Well, with me, I like to have, a, I like a topic where I have a strong feeling about it. That's, you know, I mean, uh, today, um, I don't have a strong feeling about um, Britney Spears' uh, uh, conservative mm-hmm. shit. I don't even really understand what it is. Right. I mean, I tried. Right. They told me what it was. It sounded crazy to me that somebody would have such control over your life at the age of thirty-nine years old. Like I pointed out, no yeah. one has control over Eric Trump, and he he does. He needs a conservative ship. Right. And this right. girl, thirty-nine years old, and they're still telling her what to do. I mean, if this if she's crazy then they should have dealt with that. If she's not crazy, then she's right. an adult, you know? Right. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what am I supposed to say about this today? You know, right. so that's, that's what happens in my mind when we, they tell me these, these topics. But you were kind of profound I about was. it, you know? Yeah, you I were. I was profound. You do that quite often. I don't think so. Yes, you were prof- Well, let me tell you why. Because the fact of the matter is, yes, she's 39, and probably doesn't need a babysitter, right. you know? There are other people who should be uh, in the hands of exactly. people. Maybe, yes, and that's kind of what you yeah. said. And, and I thought, you know what? It's so true. And for women especially, this kind of ability that the uh, uh, a grown person has over you it's is ridiculous. ridiculous. It just sounds crazy. What do you think has, uh, you know, Trump was a frequent guest on the show before all of the uh, craziness. Sort of an interesting thing. A strange thing has happened over the last couple of years called Twitter. And I have this account with millions of people. Right. So I have this account and I've got all these. And I used to say I want to own a newspaper. This Mm. is better. Do you follow us on Twitter? I follow you. You What did you find? How did you find him? Did you find him to be the same person or did he sort of change when he became president? Did he believe some of the same things? I went back with him to um, when I was at Catch a Rising Star and my manager Mm -hmm. was working with him for something. And uh, he'd come into the club. I have a picture of him and Marla. And he's got that smirk on his face that you just want to smack it off of him. (laughs) 
you know? And, and, and then I went to his wedding because of this, this connection right. to my manager. And um, right. I always tell the story that I got up to dance, and when I came back, all the film had been taken out of my camera. You know, it was like the KGB was on, on the premises, you know? <laughs> right. And they were not allowed to Did take you any can't pictures. film him doing something? What? I said, did you film him doing well, something you, that you didn't know you OJ were filming? Simpson was there. There were right. a lot of celebrities there. And I was just taking right. their random shots. And, um, and the, the film was taken. This is a long time ago. We had still had film. And right. they took it right out of my camera. And then when he came on the right. show, I always considered him sort of like um, a sort of a New York ca- character who has a lot of right. money and, and loves his, himself. You know, that's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. But I never, ever thought of him as uh, that he would ever become the destructive force that he has become. I mean, it is just amazing right. how much damage this man has done to this country. Do you think he's aware of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Think, yeah. Do you think he he has gotten to all the people he's tried to get to? I think he, d- he does things in retaliation to, for oh, people. Yeah. And so I wonder, did he? Do you think he's <laughs> gotten all the people, or you think he he's trying to come back? Oh yeah, for he's more? got a, a list. He's very vindictive personality, <laughs> narcissistic disorder, vindictiveness, a little bit paranoid. Right. Hey, he's got a lot of stuff going on there that's not normal and healthy. Yeah, and yeah, I think I think he would anybody who turns on him. I think he would he would turn on his own children if they were not completely, uh, you know. Um, uh, fawning over him and agreeing with everything. Right. What about Bill O'Reilly? Well, you know, he's gone. You know, mm-hmm. that day that we walked out. Yeah. I, I treasure that day. I don't know about you. Do you? Well, I, I do because, it, you know, when <laughs> people say, but why did you do it? I said, did you not hear what he was saying? <laughs> I just, I couldn't sit there. I couldn't no. sit there. Muslims died. Muslims what are you killed us about? on 9-11. No. Muslims, oh, my God. That is such a Wait a minute. Muslims didn't kill us on 9-11? Is that what you're saying? Excuse me. Extremists. What religion were they in? What religion was Mr. McVeigh? Mr. McVeigh was an extremist as well. And he killed people. 70% of the country. I don't want to sit here. I don't want to sit here. I don't. I'm outraged by You're outraged about Muslims killed us on 9-11. You know, you're basically wiping every Muslim with the right. same brush. Like you don't like they're one body. Like they're not thousands of different people. And it's very much what you know folks have done with people of color, and folks have done with the the uh, Italians. They've done it with the Irish. They've done it, you know, with the different. You know, they paint you with the same brush, and then that's who you become. And when you look back over American history, you see how people treated the Irish. You see that uh, the Italians were one of the, maybe maybe the first, one of the first groups in our nation that had large hangings done yeah. by, uh, you know, where they just yeah, they were, they were lynchings of Italians back they in, were in lynchings, I think New Orleans, all, places like that. Yeah, yeah, and and 
you think to yourself, what are you talking about? Say, yeah, do your history. See, this is why history is so important. There does, yeah. Just well, the, listen. In, in, yeah. in the case of Bill O'Reilly, I mean, the Muslim people were really, uh, you know, in a precarious position at that time because of 9-11. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so, you know, I felt like, People say to me, what made you get up? I said, I can't even explain it. It was like a poltergeist in my behind. I just, yeah. right out of the chair. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I'm not going to argue with this idiot. You know, I'm yeah. not going to argue I mean, with someone just... who makes the stupidest statement I heard all day, that all yeah. Muslims are yeah. terrorists. What? Yeah. So that's why I got up. And then, and then you got up. And we just said, that's it. And, you know, yeah. Barbara did not enjoy that. She said to me, you should no, have sat she there wasn't and happy. you should have argued it. And I said, well, we didn't. And then the PR came in and she loved it. We got a lot of publicity. <laughs> yeah, we did. But, it, you know, and, and when she said, you know, that you didn't handle that correctly, I said, I, what was getting ready to come out of my mouth would have been would have detrimental. Been yeah, yeah, yeah to 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 the show and to me because it was you know i've said and i've said i said i said a lot of things on this show a lot of things that piss mm-hmm. people off me too you know but <laughs> that was wrong that was yeah. wrong that's like saying all jews have money uh, cheap uh, have yeah. money all white people are. It's, it's when you paint everyone with the same brush. Well, these same type of people. That it is hard Bill for O'Reilly's me. of the world don't like it if you say all well, white people are racist. No, Apparently so why, not. why would anybody be okay with all Muslims are terrorists? No, we're not. I I have no answer for that. <laughs> was uh, was Barack Obama the first president? That you met on the show? Um, I think was we had Jimmy Carter sitting? on once before. I think that was, uh-huh. uh, and then uh, and then Obama was the was the first sitting president who was on a daytime right. show. They, that's a big deal, apparently. I, he, I didn't even know right. that. But this is a historic day for the View. We are honored to welcome the forty fourth president of the United States, Barack Obama. <laughs> You've gone through a little bit of a beating. Uh, the last month. Do you really think that being on the show with a bunch of women, five women, who never <laughs> shut up is going to be calming? That is the... Uh, look, I was trying to find a show that Michelle actually watched. <laughs> and so I thought that this is it right here. You know, it's funny about him and Michelle. When they first came on together, I thought these... They was before he was president. And I said, right. these two people are completely sane. There is nothing insane about them. You know, like, that was my impression. Like, they are, like, normal people. I could have dinner with them like that. You know, and we would have a wonderful conversation. Um, Sometimes you meet politicians and you say, cuckoo. But, you know, these people, (laughs) I can't tell you. I was so happy when he won. I just love him. I have his picture. Yeah. I called him one day when he came with Michelle. I called my daughter and I said, get down here with the baby. And get this picture so that Luca has something to really show and show and tell. Yeah. <laughs> and we have the picture. I just same it was thing. Very, it was I great. just same thing. I, I made my brother come. <laughs> made my brother come. Because, you know, there's some things that you want to mark that occasion, you know. We, we have both become close to a lot of the former hosts. But how do you navigate 
friendships when things aren't going as well? When you have, when you're at odds with someone you like. On the panel? Is it different? On the panel? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you do your job. You know, you're professional. You try to do the best you can. I've lost my temper a few times. Um, Me too. I know. And it, you don't like it when you lose your temper, I don't think. I no, I, 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 I don't, yeah. you know, I don't. Because there is a side of me that is quite demonic. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when I feel that here, I, I know that I have, to, I, have to, I have to stop. Whatever it is, I yeah. have to stop because it's... It will destroy everything. It's like Godzilla. It's like I open my mouth and Godzilla in its entirety comes out of my mouth and destroys everything. So I try to be careful. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com view. Just go to Indeed.com view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me ask you this, because it's a question people ask me quite often. How do you feel about the people that will yell at your show? You know, I don't like you. Or people who say stupid stuff to you when you're walking, you know, past them. Yeah, what's that? What's that? What does that do to your soul? I I, I don't enjoy that. I do not enjoy that. 
I don't mind if you don't like me. Just keep it to yourself. I may not like you. I didn't tell you I didn't like you. You know, I mean, just keep it quiet. Right. Uh, you know, people who are really masochistic will be trolling Twitter all the time. Because if you go on Twitter or one of these these uh, social media platforms, there are people, anonymous people, saying anything they want about you. So, you know, we, yeah. have, uh, we have had to develop a tough skin, all of us on The View, especially in this social yeah. media period. Do you read a lot of your social no, media stuff? I don't. Stuff? I don't. Um, I don't follow people that are I don't really like or disagree with. I don't, right. I don't follow Jim Jordan, for example. I don't follow that. I, I follow right. people that I that I think are very intelligent and are on the right track. Right. You know, but some, once in a while, well, one of my favorite. I'm sure you do too, if you ever do it. Right. If somebody just hates you. Who hates me calls me names. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't look at it. I I don't read it. I because I've I've come to understand for myself. They don't know me. Why do I care That's what true. they think? Yeah. And so I just I I don't. But there is one person I, I follow, and it's this person who's called God. God. <laughs> And God has some funny stuff yeah. to say, and it makes me yeah, it makes me laugh and it makes me happy. And uh, is he on Facebook? I, I, Where is he? Um, he's on uh, Twitter. Oh, really? He's I'll on have Twitter. To check yeah, out. yeah, is dude. It it's I mean, I don't know who it is, but the picture it looks like, of course, the God that everybody thinks of. But it's he. I find him. Is it you, Steve? <laughs> no. Is, is it you, Steve, playing on? <laughs> um, here's a question I have here. Well, yeah. um, do you think that this format that we've been in in the pandemic has has hit the ceiling? <laughs> Not for well, me. I know you like to be I, home. I don't so mind I. it. Yeah. But the format, you know. I don't like the format. The format, the format, if we could, you know, the question I have is how come at 7 to 8.30, everybody's thing works well. Ginger Z is in the bottom of, yeah. you know, Krakatoa, east of, you know, Java. And you can hear her yeah. perfectly. She's in the same time period. We're all we here. And a, a delay. But us, yeah. we got a 20-year delay. <laughs> it's like, listen. Well, the technology is, is annoying. But in addition to that, it's not a conversation. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so you say, so Joy, what about blah, blah, blah? And then I do da 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 right. Okay, Sunny, da 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 It's too, I don't like it. I mean, we're supposed to be having conversation. I'd like to respond to if, something you might say or vice, you know, vice versa. Well, this is, this is, this is uh, my yeah. bitch about it, is that one of the reasons we don't do that is because folks don't take a breath. And I, I, I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it, but, but maybe some yeah. more than others. Mm-hmm. So it's become, uh, it's become that because it's the only way I think they felt comfortable with me stopping yeah. stuff. Well, to that know. point, I worry a little bit about who's going to replace uh, the Republican on the panel because... All of the women out there who are Republican, who have been in the, in the public eye, do not mm-hmm. take a breath. That's what I notice. Kellyanne Conway has never seen a period or a comma that she likes. 
Kaylee, whatever her I, name is, you know, can, uh, can also. <laughs> Apparently, she was on the show. Kaylee yeah, McEnany. Yeah. Um, when I don't remember this chick on the show ever. I don't remember her there Ooh, either. That, I never remember Sarah. Huckabee she was, was there. On. Yes, but apparently Kaylee McEnany was a was a co-host oh, she a was couple a of times. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember her, but but I, you think I would remember her, the name? Know, she was the press right. person, and she was a lie. A lie she lied. Um, I don't right. like that. And they don't they don't take breath. It, you know that's the part mm-hmm. that I do not like. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna be in the we're gonna be in the in the studio. I mean, September, know, September, we're in the studio. I know, but it's hard to stop people when they're on that kind of a, a tear. Well, I don't think it'll be as tough as it's right. been in the past. I hope you're right. How do you, uh, so, uh, when, tell me about the experience. What's the experience been like for Which you? Which one? Because you, the this pandemic. One, this, all of this, this pandemic experience. Well, I'm in a house, and as opposed to an apartment, and mm-hmm. I've gotten used to a big, you know, a house. I like that. So that mm-hmm. was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every time there's a change, you learn something. You know, when I was uh, when I was sacked a few years ago, remember? Vaguely, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Suddenly, you know, I was I told that they were not. I was gone, and uh, I right. thought first I was like, "Thank you, I'm sick of this place." You know, I really had had it. Right. At that time, and um, but then I found that when I was out of work for a couple of years or two or three years, right, I create I created a solo show. I wrote. I started writing a play. I mean, the, what happens is, right. you know, one door closes, another one either sh- opens or smacks you right in the face. Uh, but for right. me, it was like, hey, this opens up something else to me. So with mm-hmm. the pandemic, you learn something about yourself. You learn that you right. could be. Not in New York City, for example, for long periods of time. Yeah. And it's not going to be a tragedy. That's right. You know? Yeah. And uh, my kids are nearby, and we I like seeing them right. all the time, you know? Right. And Steve and I get along when we see each other every single day, all right. day long. And yeah. I think that those are yeah. things that I'm learning. You? How about you? I've, you know, I've, I have a great time because the, the for me... It reminds me how lucky we we are, or how lucky I am. And the idea of not having to get into traffic makes me more interested in working. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind it because it, it allows me to just relax. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go back, I'm gonna have to get dressed yeah. again. That you're gonna okay. have to get dressed. I have to and figure sit in it traffic. out. Maybe you need yeah, to rent an apartment nearby. Oh God, no! Didn't you do I need that a once? jet ski. And yes. it didn't work out. And I was still late. I was still late. Because yeah. I just, you know. But we, I need a jet ski from where I am. It's only an hour yeah. across. That, yeah. that, you know. Except it might be a bitch mm-hmm. when it's cold. Pardon my language. <laughs> cut it out. Um, how, you know, any, regret, any regrets? Any regrets about the, with about the, show? the show? About the job? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Well... Mm. Regrets. Mm-hmm. Like, so I regret that I didn't do something else, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a time when I could have left the show uh, because a um, so, certain person who doesn't work here anymore wanted me to pick up Rosie O'Donnell's show when she quit. 
mm-hmm. and do that mm-hmm. show. And I didn't do, I didn't jump at that. And I'm sort of sorry I didn't. Right. Because that would have been a different, a different experience. It would have been my own show. I might have yes. fallen flat on my face. Yes. Uh, but it, I would have, you know, it would have been interesting to try that. I look right. back on, you know, you, would, you never regret what you did, but more what you didn't do, I think. Well, I think it's, I think it works both ways. Sometimes there are things that I've done and I think I shouldn't have done that. I, I, that wasn't, that wasn't the best thing for me, but sometimes you don't know until you know, That's true. you know, you don't know until you know, know, we're in showbiz and showbiz is a risk business, you know? Yeah. You know, and the idea of having a a steady job is a very attractive, attractive thing in this business. There's no, yes, you know, is. I mean, yes, it on is. the other hand, being a freelancer is a little more exciting because you don't know what's com- coming. What could be next? What's the next thing, you know? So it has its yeah, pros and cons. Could be. But in general, I think I'd yes, like the does. job in general. I think yeah. you have. You, you, you look Not like all you the time, have. And you look and like you have. No, Not Well, no. For the that most would... part. Because if, it, if yeah. I enjoyed it all the time, then I wouldn't have been happy when they fired me. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> What do you remember about Barbara Walters? You know, remember we used to tease her and say, you know, how come you would get the interview instead of Diane Sawyer? Right. And she said, because I never went to the bathroom. That was the secret. She was a camel. The woman was a camel. (laughs) She never peed. That was her secret. Do you remember her talking about audition? Audition. Oh, Oh, my God. The book. When you read this book called Audition. Audition. Yes. <laughs> I bet you're already reading it. You will read if you're not sure what's going on, we're talking about Audition <laughs> by Barbara Walters. Yeah. Next, next week, I'm not going to be on. They don't have to talk about it every day because I'm going on tour with Audition. But anyway. We used to sing that song for the book. I know. She, she plugs. I never met anybody who could plug her next gig like her. Yeah. Never. Her, one of her great talents was as a publicist for herself yeah. on the show. She could publish, publicize 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, you know? But, you know, yeah. you know, when we look back on her, I think that her life was, um, you know, difficult in many ways. She's had, she had a yeah. few husbands. Yeah. She couldn't really stay married with this career. It was hard. Yeah. Uh, she had a kid. Yeah. She is an amazing survivor. You yeah. know, the way she survived yeah. in this industry. She was up against some of the worst misogyny in the history of television. Yeah. yeah. And, the, you know, the thing I remember about Barbara is that it fascinated her to meet other women like her. Mm. Because I don't think it's one of the things I realized Barbara was very, very intrigued by how you did it. How were you able to oh, do yeah. that? You know, how, how, and I said, you know, I, I, I left my kid and I went and had yeah. a career. And she said, and did, did people say things to you about it? I said, yeah. But the kid eventually understood. Yeah. You know, so it was yeah. okay. And I, I, it it was not easy. I can't imagine it was easy when she started. I just, I can't even no. imagine what, what they said to her, the things that they said to her. And if someone said it to me, you know, you'd pop them right in the head. That's why I could never be, 
what did you say? Pow! You know? Yeah. Get this angry black woman out of the studio. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I just, I remember her talking about Richard Pryor. Do you remember how much she loved Richard Pryor? She was she talking Richard about Pryor. when she interviewed yeah, she him. Yes. She, well, I won't tell that story, but she, she loved the folks she interviewed. Yeah. And always, I always wondered how she felt about watching someone else do the interviews that she used to do, particularly on the, you know, the uh, Oscar yeah. weekends. And you know, it was always her oh, special. Right. Remember those specials? Remember? But yeah. the business changed yeah. where there's so many interviews of celebrities yep. now that it wasn't special anymore. But in her day, it was. Yeah. I mean, no. people forget that she yes, interviewed Fidel Castro, that she interviewed the My Shah God, of yes. Iran. If she were around now, she'd be interviewing Putin and Ahmadinejad. Yeah. And um, yes. whoever else yes. is in charge over in Iran. I'm not sure who it is right now, but... You know, and, and all these, and Bolsonaro, and she'd say to Bolsonaro, why yeah, are you destroying yeah. the rainforest? You yeah. know? Yeah. That, that was, she was good I, at that boy. Yeah. She was, you know, she'd tell you, she would say anything. She, she didn't care. This, I hope someone will make a great documentary oh, about I'm sure her. they will. You know. I'm sure they will. So what are you doing tonight? Tonight, the entire family is Yes, in. I saw Ali. I and saw Ali so, was there today, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they went jet skiing in the Hudson oh. today, which was really nice. amazing. And uh, I think somebody's cooking and we'll sit around and, and laugh. But I will have a very good night, which is the same thing I wish for Thank you, you, my well, friend. Well, it's Steve's birthday, so I'm going to take him out to dinner. Well, Steve, happy birthday. I don't know if you can you hear can, me. But, I will but happy, happy him. birthday. Yes, and a great night to you. And just in case I haven't said it to you, Joy, I love you very much. Me too, I love you. We've been having a good time together, you and me. That's one good thing that's come out of this. Yes, we have. I really believe that. Yes, we have. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. Okay, bye, baby. Behind the Table is produced by Nathan Getty and Summer Shake. Executive produced by Brian Tetta. Booking was overseen by Todd Polks. The executive producer of ABC Audio is Liz Alessi. Special thanks to Josh Cohan, Brenda Salinas Baker, Trevor Hastings, David Toledo, Elizabeth Russo, Lori Hogan, Stacia Deshishku, Molly Kessler, and Ashley Havens. 